Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is the podcast uh, that we, we just talk about stuff. I am really fucking excited to announce that I have Karen O'Leary on this podcast. Holy shit. This is an explicit episode because for reasons you will find out soon enough. Um, so, Karen, hi. How are you? Good. Hello. I'm very ecstatic to be here and it's lovely to be chatting to you, Spencer. It is lovely to be chatting with you. We have actually already been chatting for like almost 13 minutes. It's I, I pretended like we had just seen each other for the first time. I know. No. And I feel like we've already wasted a lot of our good material. So it, apologies in advance mm. if this podcast ends up being really boring. It's because we just said heaps of funny stuff before we started recording. <laughs> and nobody will ever hear it. <laughs> Rats! <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, you, um, Karen, you are, uh, in my eyes, a fucking star and uh, you are on one of the absolute funniest shows in the world, literally the world. Like a lot of a lot of the media in the world is from America, but this is not from America. This is from New Zealand. Uh, it is called Wellington Paranormal. Can, can you just talk a little bit about the show and how you got connected with it? Yeah, sure. So Wellington Paranormal is a spin-off from the movie What We Do in the Shadows, and obviously you guys over there in America have got the What We Do in the Shadows TV show as well. Um, so I was a teacher. And one of the parents at my, my early childhood centre came along to me one day and said, these two guys are making a movie, they need a cop, Karen, you should try out. And I said, no fucking way. Well, I didn't say that because I was at work, so I wouldn't have sworn. I said, no thank you. Um, I'm not an actor, I'm a teacher. Anyway, long story short, she convinced me to go and talk to her, secretly organised an audition, and I was feeling very sick and, and hungover, so I was just trying not to vomit. And I was obviously very deadpan, and so I did talk like I would if I was a cop, and the next day... Tina Cleary said, yeah, Tyker and Jermaine loved you. You're in the movie. And I was like, what? In the movie? Oh, God. I don't know how to do that. And then after the movie came out, lo and behold, a year or so later, someone rang me, this man, Paul Yates, who I'd, I never, I had never met, said, hello, we're, just, we're thinking of maybe making a spin-off show of just the cops. Would you, would you like to be in a TV show? I said, yeah, yes, of, yeah, sure, I could be in a TV show, thinking I can't be in a TV show. Um, and then it's all sort of spiraled out of control from there, but in a very positive and good way. How many times do you think you have told that story? Oh, twice. <laughs> I have a feeling you've told it a lot. To more the power of to the power of fifty. I know it's, I've got yeah, it a right. lot shorter. It used to be a lot longer. We'd have been here all day. That you know, I used to tell it with a lot more passion and enthusiasm. Now I'm just like, yeah. So then that happened. Then that happened. And then I was on a TV yeah. show. No, but it's still just it's get still a, through it. It's just, it's still a, it's. A, I feel very fortunate. But the whole the whole situation is quite absurd in, in a way. But, um, but it's led me to a whole new sort of chapter of my whole life, actually. It's quite profound, and I feel very yeah. fortunate. Well, yeah, I, I'm, uh, for, you know, selfishly, I'm very pleased that all this happened because then I got to watch this amazing show. And if you haven't watched it, you got to go watch Wellington Paranormal. Please and thank you. Yeah, you should. And, HBO uh, Max and, and CW. What's the other one? C, CW. Uh, well, there is the CW. Is, is Wellington Paranormal on the CW? Maybe. Yeah, I definitely know Max. HBO Max. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's and it's a great one. show. It's on in 65 countries around the world. Apparently, I'm massive in Mozambique. Who'd have thought? <laughs> if you want to be massive somewhere, I think Mozambique is the place to do it. I've always secretly wanted to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we are going to read some words, and there's going to be a couple of words. Uh, one in particular, uh, when we had you on my wife's podcast called Whores Talk Horror, uh, because yes. we're such, a, such fans of Wellington Paranormal, we reached out to you to see if you would be willing to be on that show, and you very graciously replied to my Twitter DM and said yes. So um, we had a great time talking to you, and a certain word that will be uh, told in this episode came up a number of times because you're from New Zealand and it is, uh, you know, your country has a different relationship to this word than ours does. I thought, yes. why not have the wonderful Karen O'Leary on for this episode? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's always good to have, a, you know, different perspectives on things. Yeah. Um, I think that's where learning can happen. And obviously it's a matter of it's whether or not we learn anything or whether I just get in massive um, trouble for talking about this word at length on a podcast. But, you know, you only live once. I mean, you, you have one opportunity to do this. You might as well, you know, what do they say? Go big or go home? I just always go. I just always say yes. That's my, that's my either amazing yeah. talent or number one floor. I completely agree with you uh, that we need to uh, get different points of view. We need to learn. You, you don't learn. You don't change. You don't grow if, unless you get these other points of view. Uh, you Absolutely. know, there are studies where they say the more diverse a group is, the the better it does overall. So, yep. uh, yeah, 
I, Sharon and I love traveling. We love learning about other cultures. And uh, we have been to your wonderful New Zealand. I've been there once. She's been there twice. Uh, and it is, if you can go, please go to there. But don't take over because it needs to be a chill, cool country, I think. That's how it feels to me. Yeah, come over and um, just, if you're in Wellington, hit me up. I'll take you for a beer. It'll be the best of times. Will do. I will take you up on that. Okay, great. I was, I was talking to anyone, everyone listening. I mean, anyone that wants to come, I'll take anyone for a beer. Okay? All 50 people who are listening. 50 people? I thought you said it was 500,000. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I th- may have let that slip just to get you on the show. <laughs> okay. I've, I've just realized I've got to go now, but um, it's been lovely talking to you, Spencer. And uh, No, nah, just joking. I'll yeah. Well, what a perfect way to segue into our first completely related word, which is not related at all. Uh, it is the word <laughs> uh, cumulus. Cumulus. C-U-M-U-L-U-S. This 10 minutes in is finally when the people are like, oh, great, he's talking about the words. This is what we're here for. Sorry, they've been waiting um, for this and we've been, we've been rabbiting on about all sorts of things. Sorry, everyone. Th- that honestly, that was my favorite part. Okay, great. Well, it's uh, going to get better. Trust me. Let's go. Cumulus. Oh, Give me the oh, definition, yeah. Spencer. I need to know what it means. Noun from 1659. Number one, the synonyms are heap and accumulation. Is a cumulus. Number two, a dense puffy cloud form, cloud form, having a flat base and rounded outlines often piled up like a mountain. And then it says to see the cloud illustration. We did that before. Which we can't see, but we can imagine. And in fact, I'm looking at some cumulus clouds right now at my window. So there you go. Are, are you an expert enough with clouds to know what nimbus. you can look at a cloud and say? What it, do you know what a nimbus looks like? Yes. Cumulus. And then what's the other one? There's a third main one. Mm, cumulonimbus? Yes, that is, there, that is the other one. Okay, I'm not an expert at all, but I do know the names and I remember them from high school. But um, yeah. That's as much as I know. I know a couple of the names, but I couldn't tell you which one. Some, I, I don't know. And there's like 30 other ones that they don't even teach you about. Well, we don't need to know about those ones. Obviously, that's just excessive. But I think with the cumulus cloud, from the description that you've just given from the, the, def, from the dictionary, um, they're the ones that you draw when you're a kid. At, you know, when you're first drawing clouds in a picture, that's the ones I'm imagining. Yeah, it's like the boing, 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 flat on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Safe. Yeah. Yeah, flat, flat on the bottom. It's the perfect cloud. Yeah. So I think that's, I think we've worked out exactly what kind of cloud we're talking about now. And, oh, cirrus. That's another kind of cloud. Cirrus. Ah, uh, that's the one. It was yeah. like halfway in my brain. Thank yeah. you for, for bringing that up. It's okay. Uh, now is the time that we finish that word. Uh, can you can you please give me a sound effect? I will make the sound effect with my mouth. What? I got, like, a, like a name of a thing. Like a, what makes a sound? Like a duck. A duck. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> will now... Ooh. See, I think you win on that one. Thank you. Um, the, after I read each word... Uh, and the definitions, I do a sound effect, and that uh, helps to designate uh, when one is done and the next one's starting. And that was actually suggested by somebody who heard maybe one episode, and so I instilled it, and now it is the thing that happens. Okay, great. So you hear the duck. We're on to the next word, everyone. Just listen out for that duck. Bingo. Next word is cunctation. Cunctation. Noun from... 1585, the synonym is just delay. Ah, I've been cunctated. Uh, you were cunctated coming here, actually, because you had an audition. Yeah, I do apologize for my cunctation. Um, I did have a, an urgent audition that I had to do, um, but I'm happy that you were happy that I was cunctated and you were um, okay to wait for me. So that's, that's I really appreciate that. And if you hadn't been cunctated, then I wouldn't have been able to have something to talk about for this word cunctation because I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Well, this, this is, you see, I'd done the research, Spencer. I'd looked at all the words. I've learned them. You know, I've done heaps and heaps of research. So I purposely lied about having an audition just so that I was cunctated. That's not actually true, but it makes for a better story. Well, the word that you just said, cunctative, that is uh, the, ad, the adjective form of that. Uh, well, you know, Sharon, uh, Sharon, that's my wife's name, Karen. See, it's easy it's to very, mix that up. It's very similar. Yeah. Similar, very similar. Um, but... Uh, Lost my place in my brain. Um, adjective. Adjective. The etymology says it is from cunctari, the Latin cunctari, which means to hesitate. And if sometimes if you hesitate, you just forget. Akin to the Sanskrit sankate, 
that means he wavers, and then also the Old English hangian, which means to hang. So hesitating, wavering, hanging, um, yeah, and that becomes delay. So it's kind of like if you're a little bit like um, cautious, you know, if you're cautious, you might miss out on an opportunity. Is that what it's trying to say? Or that just you're going to lose your train of thought? See, oh, I lose my train of thought all the time, as we've already seen. Um, maybe that was meant to be. Um, yeah, the it's uh, that's it. It's just delaying, conctation. I don't think I will use this in my day-to-day life because I won't even know how to use it. Well, that's fair enough. But it's got it's quite good, quite an interesting sounding word, conctation. Yeah, yeah. I've always been a fan of those conctation. It's I found sound very fancy saying conctation. Yeah. I'm going to try and use it today. Let me know how that goes. Can you can you tweet out uh, what, your um, what it is that you said? Use conctation today in general conversation. People looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> probably. That'll probably be the gist of it. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen to me if I did that. Like, yeah. What's Spencer? What's wrong with you? Um, okay. Can you... I think we'll go back and forth with this duck sound. Does that sound good? Yeah, because yeah, I do really like my duck sound. So you just let me know. You point at me and I'll sound like a duck. That's probably uh, very accurate because I think that they, they do quack. If they're going to quack, they're not going to quack once. They're going to quack a lot. Like if they're going to oh, yeah. say something, they're going to say something all the way. I'm an enthusiastic duck. <laughs> Karen and the enthusiastic ducks. There's a, there's a book there, surely. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a band, and maybe. To okay, me. I've already got. I've already got a band. What, what's the What's the band called? My band's called Fun and Funner, <laughs> and it's. Why are you laughing? It's a really serious band. No, it's a really cool band with my best friend, Tom Watson, and it's music for children, but it's music for children that adults can actually listen to without wanting to poke themselves in the eye with a compass. That is exactly how kids' music should be. Well, check it out on Spotify, everyone. The 50 people that have got kids, check it out. It's fun and funner on Spotify. Listen now. Thank you. Uh, I am definitely going to listen. I, I'm a fan of kids' music. Like, they might be giants. They have kids' music. I don't know if you listen to their stuff, but their stuff is also kids' music that adults want to listen to, and it worked perfectly for them because all of their fans were adults by that point. Yeah, well, <laughs> But we still is, love yeah. it. Well, this is one of my number one songs. is called Gay Blades, which is, a, like, really is pretty hard rock. Uh, I've got a song about poo and the whareepaku, which is the Māori word for toilet in New Zealand, so it's teaching kids where to go for a shit. Um, so it's educational, but also fun. Just like this podcast. Absolutely. Sorry, I've done the dick, no- duck, the dick noise. I haven't done a dick noise. Not in a long time. <laughs> um, but we haven't, we've done the duck noise. Now we need to move on to the next jolly word, Spencer. The next word is, this sounded like a, a host. <laughs> no, okay, no, sorry, uh, sorry. Like, a, like a TV show. No, no, that was perfect. Uh, next is cuneate or cuneate. It is an adjective from 1658. It means narrowly triangular with the acute angle toward the base. Uh, and then it says to see the leaf illustration. So this must be mostly with leaves. Uh, narrowly, try, so try, it's like a triangle, but it's a very narrow triangle. And uh, the, the angle near the base of the stem is acute, not obtuse. And then this is from the Latin cuneus, which means wedge. So yeah, it's kind of wedge shaped. It's kind of like a little triangle leaf that you just find on a tree. Um, might have fallen onto the ground. Um, have you yep. seen many, cu- what, what is it again, cuneate? Cuneate. Cuneate. Have you got many cuneate leaves um, in Chicago? Hmm. I don't think so. I think most of our leaves are on the wider side. We got elms and oaks. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, you know, I think the American leaves tend to be bigger. Kind of like most things that I've experienced in America, you like things mm. to be big, you know? Whereas New Zealand, we've got some very small leaves over here. Tiny. Can hardly see them. I'm sure we have something, but I just can't think of any. Next time I'm on a walk. I was just on a walk before we did this record. I should have been looking. I don't know why, I should have, but I should have been looking at the leaves to see if I saw any that were cuneate. Well, we'll both do that, and then we can send each other a photo, and whoever finds a cuneate leaf first was the winner. What, what do we win? Doesn't matter. We, doesn't, we win the, the trophy of being the winner. That's all, that's all I need. That's, uh, me too. I just, just the knowledge of that. <laughs> Next is cuneiform or cuneiform. I said those the same way. Cu- no, cuneiform or cuneiform. You get emphasize the first or the second syllable. Okay. 
It is an adjective from 1677. Number one, having the shape of a wedge. Mm. Number two, composed of or written in wedge-shaped characters, as in cuneiform syllabary. I think that's how you say that word, syllabary. Is it like syllables? Syllable syllabary? Okay, got right. it. Yeah. It's like it's the I think it's the syllabary would be the all the collection of possible syllables of a thing of a language, I guess. Maybe. Okay, good. Oh, the syllabary. Yep, got it. Yeah. Um. Do, 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 do. So the etymology is that, that, isn't. Go ahead. So, sorry, I keep interrupting Spencer when you're trying. You no, keep no, going. no. Actually, I I meant to tell you before. If you start to talk, I will shut the fuck up because I will let you talk. So do not feel bad about that. But now I've um. Well, what have I done? Cuntigate. Cuntigate. Cuntate it. Yes, cuntate I've lost my train of thought. Carry on. You we carry were talking on. About, we were talking about the, the syllables. Yeah, syllabry. Syllabry or syllabry? Syllabry. Yes. I, well, I'd say syllabry, but I think syllabry is probably correct. And you've got the dictionary in front of you, so. The... Um, well, no, I don't, I don't have this word in front of me. But, you know, if you bring up an interesting point, which I have all, often thought about, which is that... Um, a lot of differences between American English and, say, New Zealand or Australian or, you know, English, Irish, Scottish, the, you know, that world. Um, yeah. There's one thing. If you could change one thing between those languages, it would be what, which uh, syllable is emphasized. And that yes. alone will designate how a word is said in either American English or the other ones. Yeah. I just Because I just really want to know, like, we've obviously got aluminium in New Zealand, but you guys have got aluminum. Do you spell it differently mm-hmm. because you don't even have an I in the end of it? How do you spell aluminum? Uh, I believe I believe we we do not put the I at the end. And I just realized I completely interrupted your thought about syllabary with my whole emphasis thing. But anyway, yes, I think we do spell it differently. Yeah, but I'm more passionate about knowing why you call it aluminum and also why, like all of those things that you've decided to have a different word for than the rest of the world. It makes, I mean, maybe it's a different perspective and that's really great. But sometimes I think potentially... You know, maybe you guys could change a little bit too in terms of your language. In in one area, which is even more than language, I actually agree with you. In I partially agree with you. The yeah. metric system, we 100% need to take. I know that doesn't have anything to do with language exactly. Oh, it's, but the, same, it's, the, same, it's the same philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why, when we came over to this country, why did we change everything? Why did we, they didn't all become better. We could have left a few things. Yeah, look, I, I can't answer that, Spencer, but what I can say is that the syllabary, syllabary um, of this wedge-type word, I'm just wanting to see, like, I can't quite imagine how that that works in terms of a word. Do you know that bit about the word, making the, a wedge-shaped word? Yeah, well... What does that mean? What does that actually mean? You okay. are in luck, young lady, because... Great. You have to make a quack sound right now. Quack, quack, quack. Thank you. We now have this second form of cuneiform. By the way, which way do you like to say this word? Cuneiform or cuneiform? I'd say cuneiform. Cuneiform. Yeah. That's actually how I think I would have said it too. A cuneiform. Yeah. Okay. Glad we got that out of the way. So we have the second form. It is a noun from 1808. Number one is a cuneiform part. So a part of a cuneiform. Oh, this word. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, a cuneiform bone or cartilage. So a, a bone ah, or cartilage yeah. in your body could be shaped like that. Like, uh, yeah, I, I can imagine that. Okay. You yep. too? Great. Yes, indeed. I'm there. Number two is cuneiform writing. And I have heard of this, but I've never known what it was. Luckily for us, there is a little picture. I don't know if you have the picture in front of you that I sent you, but... Oh, certainly uh, not. I, sh- I should have, but I don't. I'm very disorganized. No, no, no. Totally totally fine. This is perfect. I will auditorily describe this to you, which will be Correct. actually incredibly difficult. So basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, basically people many, many, many years ago, uh, I would assume thousands, but maybe just hundreds of years ago, they started creating writing. I think this is like the first form of writing. And I, honestly, I'm just basing this off of what I'm seeing in this thing. Okay. which is, I don't have any knowledge. They they made these little wedge-shaped stamps and they stamped them into, say, probably clay or something. 
Yeah. And then they created different shapes of rotating it. And, you know, is, it, is there a vertical? Is there a horizontal yeah, yeah. one? And each of those different shapes then uh, mean a different syllable or a word possibly. So, yeah, so it's like a, it's like a special code, but it's the origins of, of, of word letter making. Is that what we say? I think it is. I don't know for sure, and I will put a link in the show notes if I'll I'll do a tiny bit of research, which is basically just me grabbing a Wikipedia link. Yeah. But uh, I will read a little bit of it because I'm actually really curious. So yeah, I think these are like the early forms of writing, um, and it's just kind of a genius way to like okay, if you want to create something, if you want to take the sounds from your mouth and put them onto a a thing. What are you going to do? You the easiest thing is probably to stamp in clay. You know these are like natural things that people had, and they could easily carve uh, a wedge shape. And it makes sense that like it's a wedge and not a single line because then the wedge uh, it makes more patterns. depending on which direction it is. It mean it show it sh- you can see a difference in it. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really clever thing that somebody came up with, or probably a lot of people came up with. So yeah, I want to learn more about cuneiform. Yes, do, and I can't wait to hear all about it. It was my turn to be the duck then, Spencer. But no, I thought okay. you did it last time. Okay, I did probably. I'll, I can point to you. No, no, it's all right. No, no. Now I've embarrassed myself. It was, you're right. It was your turn. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember now. So many, so many words you, to think about. You know what the great thing about this is? Is that you can rewind it. It's actually being recorded, so we can prove later. It doesn't matter. So if I ever like if I ever say Spencer, I'm busting to go to the toilet. You can just cut that bit out, and then I can go to the toilet and come back. Is is that is that right? Yes, this is absolutely editable, but I would want to leave it in. Oh, me going to the toilet? You want me to take my microphone with me to the toilet? Because that's getting a little bit weird. No, no, now, no, 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 no. Oh, just well. the pause. Oh yeah, the pause. Yeah, okay, great. You can just have the sound of <laughs> silence. Nothing. The sound of New Zealand. The sound of New Zealand, which is a beautiful sound. Can you, you put the microphone the- by the window? Yeah, I can put it out the window. There'll be a, there's bound to be a fire engine coming past soon. Um, well, if you have to go to the loo, then do that. You know, no, I don't. I don't need to go just yet. I was gonna. Well, I will yeah, in a minute, later. Yeah, but later. But I was just gonna say the last last week when I was here, like you know, there's fire engines coming. This is, I'm, I live at like at the in, edge of the city, so I'm in town. You know, kind of urban. Shit. Oh shit! You've dropped your headphone there. Be careful. Um, and lo and behold, walking up the main one of the main streets in Wellington these people on their horses just trotting on up and I don't know what they were doing but they were just walking past on horses and their horses were doing enormous big shits all over the footpath you know obviously in New Zealand you've got to pick up your dog shit those people didn't have massive big poo bags for their horse shit I was like this is outrageous and I was tempted to shout out the window but I decided not to anyway that's my story about horses <laughs> on that note I am going to the toilet not be- no but oh now I've made it sound like I'm going for shit I'm just going for a wee goodbye and I'll be back I'm back hello hello it's lovely to be back. Thank you for having me. And what are we up to now? It is lovely to have you back. That was like our commercial break. If I had a commercial, I would have put it there. We could make a commercial for my band, Fun and Funner. Listen, tune in on Spotify. Oh. No, I'm sorry. This is not. I'm not trying to plug it. I'm just being. A no, dick. no, no. You should. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what would, if you had to make a commercial for Fun and Funner? What would it be? It'd just be me and Tom being ridiculous and hilarious, hopefully, and um, saying, "Hey, if you got kids at home, don't know what to do with them. Hey." Put on Spotify, put on Fun and Fun on Spotify, and just, uh, that's not a very good ad so far. I'm not selling anything. And and your children and you will have a great time. Uh, Booty, booty, boo, boo. Yeah. Um, all right. I think I did my quack sound, but I'll just do it again. Uh, okay. The next word is Connor, noun from 1602. Either of two rasses, that is spelled W-R-A-S-S-E-S, rasses. Um, either of two of them. A, a European ras with the scientific name Crinelabrus melops. And also B, a ras common along the northeastern U.S. and adjacent Canadian coast. So like Maine. And what's el- what else is up in by, by Maine in Canada? It's uh, what's that? Newfoundland is that up there? I have no idea because I'm from New Zealand. So, yeah, but there's, <laughs> literally there's the heat- opposite side. Yeah. So, like, isn't Alaska up there? Or is that? Oh, the that's, rock- that would be the West Coast. Oh yeah, I know that. I, I didn't mean Alaska. I meant um, Washington D.C. That's uh, D.C. Yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely in that area. Not not quite like the way. Minnesota. Northeast, what about Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota. What, where's Minnesota? 
This is this is now uh, geography, geography with Karen O'Leary. Yeah. <laughs> United yeah. States geography with yeah. Karen O'Leary. Um, oh, it's just yeah. Uh, so so uh, my state Illinois is pretty much right in the center. It's like a little bit to the right of center, and then Minnesota yeah. is a little bit north of us and to the west. So like like uh, maybe forty five degrees to the west northwest of us. Okay, cool. I still have no idea but what like any of those places are. North, yeah. They do border Canada though. That okay, is correct. Great. Ding, Illinois, ding, ding. Illinois. Sorry, just can I just quickly ask one more question? Just what I'm learning about mm-hmm. America because this also helps. You have me. as much time as you want. Whatever you want. Okay. Right. I just want to know Illinois. What kind of a how would how would people of Illinois generally um, vote? Hmm. Blue. Or is that too topical? Blue. Oh no. Are they the good one? We we get topical here for sure. Okay. If good. You can't get okay. topical on the dictionary. You can't get topical anywhere. Absolutely. Good. Thank you. We can carry on now with the word. The rasses. And also, uh, what's a rasser? That's my question. Uh, it's just RAS, W-R-A-S-S-E. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what this is. Um, I'm guessing it is a bird. It sounds like a bird to me. Okay. It sounds maybe like a plant to me. But maybe you're going to have to wait to mm. get all the way to W to find out what a RAS is. We have to sit and wait. Um, the, uh, oh, by this way, the scientific name for the second one, which is in that north, northeastern region, um, Tautogolabris adspersus. And nobody knows where this word is from. Uh, there's no etymology. So it's just a made-up word. Yeah, somebody just made it up, like okay, all cool. other language. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> the next word. Thank you, Duck. The next word is... Um, this this actually is another word that um, I feel like Karen might have a few things to say about. Um, but this that was an accident. We actually she's here for a different word. This word is an accident. It is the word cunnilingus. Um, and also, ooh, interesting. You can also replace the G with a CT, and it would be cunnilinctus. And I have never heard that before. Neither. This is. I mean, first of all, it is just a fun word. I think we can all agree on that. I, I'll agree on that. I've, don't know, I've got no idea what it means. I'm looking forward to the definition so I can learn okay, more about okay. what this cunnilingus thing is. Well, we all <laughs> will learn together. It is a noun. Right. Yes. Noun from 1887. Oral stimulation of the vulva or clitoris, or as some people might say, clitoris. What's your preference? Clitoris for me. Clitoris. The emphasis yep. on the first syllable. Yeah, that's New Zealand. Yeah. I think I think it's American too. Actually, maybe that's one of the ones that we share. Is it? Yeah. Okay. In terms of the emphasis, I don't know. So anyway, carry on with. I'm I'm getting excited about this word now that I'm trying starting to learn about it. Is it sounds good to you? Okay. For some reason, um, I just I feel like I've got an affinity to this word. I don't. I'm not quite sure why yet, but let's explore that. This is what we're here to explore. Um, so yeah, the the whole definition is just that: oral stimulation of the vulva or clitoris. And um, that's a very simple definition. Doesn't go into details. Doesn't tell you how to be good at it or, or not. The, no, there's no description. There's no advice. To speak no of. advice. Right, okay. Yep. No. If you were coming to the dictionary for advice, suggestions, tips, and tricks. If I was coming to the dictionary, that probably would be because of cunnilingus. <laughs> it's possible, yes. I didn't even. Did I say that? Did I? Was that a slip that I didn't even. No, cool. I'm just, you know. If you are coming to the dictionary. Yeah, um, that's because I'm reading the word cunnilingus in it, and I'm like, this word is hot. Also, I don't do that. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is, it, is it just dumb to say, oh, Karen, why are, do you feel an affinity to that? Why does this sound like good to you? I, th- I is- think it's not dumb, Spencer. I think it's a great, it's a good clarifier question. And I think the word, it sounds great to me because I very much enjoy it. I enjoy receiving it and giving it as a, um, as a lesbian. I think it's a word that just really suits me, you know? I feel at home with that word. Even though, like most of the sexual words that relate to um, activities between people that I identify as women, um, I just, I'm not sure that I love the actual sound of the word. Mm. You know, like I think, like, let's think about the, the, the opposite. So if you're going to get a blowjob, you know, kind of a strong, powerful act, something that makes you feel a bit, bit hot, a bit sexy, kind of lingus. Oh, I wouldn't mind a bit of cunnilingus right now. Not quite as hot and sexy. Do you know what I mean? Or do you think do. that? Or do you think it sounds sexy to say, mm, No, no. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Do you feel like some cunnilingus tonight? It's like, well, not now that you said that. Have you never said that to somebody? No, I have not. Because I, I know they always want it. 
No, not no. Only if they do want it in a consensual way. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> you don't even need to ask. No, but I would ask. Consent's important. I do ask all of the time, <laughs> yes. but just not with the word. You know, I ask with my um in other ways. Okay, the sciency part of the word cunnilingus is it is from the Latin or it is a Latin word, and it means. Literally, it just means one who licks the vulva because it is from kunus, which means vulva, and then lingere, which means to lick. Um, also, there's another similar phrase, kunolinctus. This is the CT version. That is from yep. kunus and linctus, which is the act of licking. So it's literally licking the thing that is the first part of the word, the vulva, the, the kun, the kunus. Yeah, which also, because obviously it used to be called a cunny, didn't it, back in the olden days? Oh, well, I would have thought that cunnilingus came first and then cunny next. Did people say that? Well, I would agree with you now that you've said that. So, yes, correct. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what, who, um, that's, was, is that still getting used in New Zealand? Is that like a slang No, 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 no that's, just like, that's, that's just like in old-fashioned books and stuff. They always refer to it as a cunny. Hmm. All right. It, well, do you have anything else to say about cunnilingus? No, I don't think so. I think it's it's a fantastic pastime. Um, like I said, the word itself I think could be jazzed up a little bit. We could think of it, you know, some a better way to say it. But but the word itself, I mean, it, like you say, it's very literal. It makes it, the definition is true to what it is. So you can't argue with that. And um, yeah. maybe I could just try and make the word cuddlingus cool. I mean, I think the beginning of that is right now for sure. Uh, yes. Which do you like better? I don't. Th- I don't know if I asked you this: cunnilingus or cunnilinctus. Did I ask you that? You, well, you didn't ask me, but I think I would obviously go for what I know, which is the nature of how people act anyway. So I would prefer cunnilingus. And also, there's a cough medicine in in New Zealand called G's linctus. And so as soon as you said linctus, it just reminded me of cough medicine. And I don't really like to think about doing cunnilingus and coughing. I, like, I think Mm-mm. that's a bad combination. So I'm going to stick with the lingus. Um, and but if you prefer the sound linctus, then by all means use it, embrace it, love it. That one is more, uh, more almost literal sounding. Lick, link. I don't know. That's just where my brain goes with that okay, one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Kind of, kind of link is, is probably the better word. Um, oh, the, the one last thing I will say about it is I've just loved the joke. Uh, it's not even a joke. It's just wordplay of cunning linguist. I assume you've probably heard that. Yes, indeed. It's genius. It is genius. It's <laughs> yeah. a it's a beautiful pairing of words. Um, and uh, I will probably never be a cunning linguist, even though I'm reading the whole dictionary. Uh, I, I'm going to forget 99% of these words. Um, but uh, maybe uh, I'm not going to go there. Um, okay. So I believe it is quack time. And I think it might be your quack time. Okay. Quack, 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 quack. Do you have ducks that live near you? No, <laughs> You and my dad could have a Daffy, no, Donald Duck off, because he, ever since I was a kid, he would do the Donald Duck voice. And I could never quite do it. I could do better than most people, but I, it was very difficult to actually get words out. So that was very impressive. Oh, I can't. I need to practice. I haven't practiced since I was a kid, but I'll get It's there. really anyway. hard on the throat. Yeah. I use the side of my um, cheek to do it. Yeah, that's how I do it too. But I, it's yeah. hard to get words out. I'll try later, maybe. Okay, maybe great. when Sorry. we get to duck. Ooh, yeah, that'll be a yeah, good yeah. one. Good. This word is the first form of the word cunning. It is an adjective from the 14th century. Number one, dexterous or crafty in the use of special resources or in attaining an end. And examples of this special resources are skill or knowledge. We have an example, a cunning plotter. Ooh, I'm going to plot some heist movie. Wasn't it a show that they, as their example they didn't have a cunning linguist? Because that would have been perfect coming straight after cunnilingus. You know. They missed an opportunity there in the dictionary. I don't know who was writing it, but they weren't a cunning linguist at all. Fucking idiots is who's writing it. Absolutely. Chumps. <laughs> No, I have actually, uh, I have praised them on multiple occasions. I have also said, uh, that doesn't really work for me. I have said that too. Not, 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 it's more my own personal opinions. I don't like yeah. it, but they're technically yeah. accurate. So yes, cunning linguist would have been a per- perfect 
example to put here and they really missed an opportunity and i'm hoping 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 that the next version of this will have that in there because come on it should it's obvious yeah, yeah. It's, it's obvious it's, it, it's not even cunning it's just sensible <laughs> it's, right it's, it's just the logical thing to do really yeah yeah uh number two for cunning displaying keen insight as in a cunning observation i like observing people but I don't know if I've ever made a cunning observation on somebody. It kind of makes you feel like you're doing something a little bit sneaky if you're being cunning, don't you think? Oh, yeah. So if you're cunningly observing someone, I feel like you're kind of stalking them maybe. Which Yeah, that's probably not something to do. No, not unless the other person likes being stalked. Again, it's all about consent. You know, you've got to ask people, would you mind if I stalk you? They say, sure. Then stalk away. Make some cunning observations of them and their behaviours, you know. Um, but otherwise, I'd just say, yeah, Steer clear of that. I 100% agree. If you're going to stalk, do it with consent. And if they say no, you got to respect. They didn't give you consent. You got to respect that. Absolutely. Uh, but maybe you can throw in the rule of um, whenever I'm done with the stalking, you need to stop stalking. Yeah, right. So if you've said yes, and then you're like, okay, now I'm actually getting sick of this, then you've got like a safe word. Right. Or just, just a word like stop it. That's actually two words. Yeah, stop. Stop. Yeah. Oh, that's all you yeah. need. Just one word. It's a very simple, short, easy word to say that is easy to understand. A lot of people, and again, we're going to go back to this. Um, well, it's hard for me not to go back to this sort of patriarchy kind of society that we live in. Me too. A lot of people um, don't listen to the word stop, though, do they? Which is problematic. It really is. And so until we can get people to actually listen, you know, I guess that word it, is a word that should be powerful. And, and have a lot of um, a lot of weight. It still sometimes means absolutely nothing to some people, which is a real shame. I think we need to bring back the song Stop in the Name of Love. Yeah. Stop in the name of love before you break my heart. That was it, before you break my heart. Yeah, yeah. Think it over. Well, yeah. And also it's like before you break my anything, my arm, break my um, confidence, break my... Um, security, I don't know. Literally any of that. Me and Tom will do a rewrite of that song as well and send it on through. Ooh, yeah. Uh, okay, number three for cunning is characterized by willingness, willingness and trickery. Oh, no, <laughs> it's not willingness. <laughs> oh, I was going to be like, yes, willingness, this is great. <laughs> I was like, what is that word? Uh, that would have been spelled with two L's. This is one L, which is wiliness. Oh, yeah. yes. Makes more sense now. Way more sense. Characterized yeah. by wiliness and trickery, as in cunning schemes. I have never done a, a cunning scheme. I can guarantee you that. Oh, I feel like I've done heaps of cunning schemes. <laughs> I can't talk about any of them, obviously. <laughs> But um, they were really cutting, and I got away with heaps of stuff I shouldn't have. So, yes. Mm. I was way too good of a kid. Uh, okay, number four, we're still talking about cunning. Prettily appealing. Prettily appealing. Something that is appealing, and it is pretty. Prettily appealing. As uh, The synonym is cute. Okay. Um, and then the example, <laughs> a cunning, cute kitten. Well, I never would have thought that cunning could be a synonym for cute. I would not have said that either. But what I will say is the example, a cunning little kitten. I personally, if I read that, which I just did, I would think that I, in my brain, the way I'm interpreting it is that the kittens are very cute, but they also have sh shockingly sharp claws and are not afraid to use them at all. So I think it's more like a like a scheming little kitten. That's how yeah, I and, think and of it. Yeah, and because cats are notoriously selfish and just all you yeah, know, and yeah. just mischievous, you know. So I think you're right there. So cunning in terms of a kitten, appropriate, kind of cute, but also probably going to scratch your face off. Prettily appealing. It's it's how that pulls you in because it's so pretty and cute, but then it gets you with its claws. Yeah. yeah. A synonym for the word cunning is clever and sly. Cunningly is an adverb. And uh, this is just from of can no. I don't understand that. I'm going to make a quack quack sound. Okay. Uh, we have the second form of cunning. It is a noun from the 14th century. Number one is obsolete, and the sin, uh, one a 
The synonyms are knowledge and learning. Cunning, knowledge, learning. 1B is magic art. 2, dexterous skill and subtlety. Um, and the examples of that would be as in inventing, devising, or executing. Dexterous skill or subtlety. You are showing your cunning um, when you are inventing, devising, or executing. All right. As in the example, high-ribbed vault with perfect cunning framed. This doesn't even sound like a <laughs> sentence to me. That's a quote from w- William Wordsworth. He, his oh. not his worth in words with that phrase. I it's it's really out of context, so it's really breaking my brain. Ribbed? No, high-ribbed vault with perfect cunning framed. I don't know. Maybe it's just it I'm a dumb framed? American. Yeah, oh, with no, an look, ED I'm, at the end. Well, no, I'm on I'm on your side with this one, Spencer. That's ridiculous. Wordsworth doesn't even know anything about words. Nope. It was an ironic name. Number three for uh, cunning, the synonyms are craft and slyness. Oh, I wish I had cunning, though. No, I don't. Well, I think cunning can be okay. I feel like you... To an extent. Yeah. What extent would that be? Well, sometimes it's good to be cunning and sly when you're just going, like, behind the backs of people that are doing bad things. Like, you you can use a bit of cunning and sly to achieve something positive and good but you have to be cunning to, to, to get to that point. And I don't have an issue with that. I feel like that's clever. Um, but if you're cunning to good people, then that makes you a baddie. So it's just about right. where you use your cunning. So you use your cunning to affect positive change or you use your cunning to be a bastard. And I guess I'd choose the first one. I would too. I would be right there with you. I plan to be right there with you. And, and yeah, it all depends on context. You know, what, uh, who was who doing what? And you know, the weird thing about that though is that and this this gets into a whole other thing, which obviously we don't need to talk about, but I think about this, which is, you know, even the people who we say are doing bad things, in their own mind, they're the good, they're the hero of this their own story. That's the phrase. Uh, they yeah. think they're doing good. But really, to me, it just is selfish. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, Spencer, Enough. I'm going to have to listen yeah. to my window again. I'm just, going, I'm just going to get myself a drink out of the fridge. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I, you know what? I'm going to get some more water myself. Then let's take, It's drinks break. We're having a drinks break here on the uh, Amazing Dictionary podcast. We'll be right back, refreshed, rehydrated, and ready to talk more words. Thank you. Ready and break. That was fantastic timing. Fan-fucking-tastic. We sat down at basically the exact same time. With our drinks. What, have you got water? That's good. And I've got myself a beer. Yeah. So that's great. Cheers. <laughs> um... There is a synonym for the word cunning. It is the word art, which I think is very interesting. Mm. So I need more context. Are you going to provide me with any? Nope. Okay. I, I can't I can't really think of any. That's sort of the thing. Uh, cunning and art. Um, I don't know. Does it feel like, is that a little weird to you? Potentially, but maybe is it because... To be cunning, you have to be somewhat creative in your thinking and creative in your actions. And so you're, you're trying to do things in a way that's not expected. And I guess art often is things that maybe other people have never thought of, or I don't know, is just a, a very creative pursuit. And so it's thinking outside the square or outside the box or outside whatever it is you're in, like an egg or whatever you want. Um, so maybe that's no how choice. there's that relationship. Yeah, that's kind of how my brain was going, that it is an art form to be cunning. Yeah. That's why I'm so good at being cunning. Because I'm very artful. Yeah, exactly. And also very good at playing yourself as a police officer on a TV show. Hey, look, show. I've told you that is high quality acting. That it's nothing to do. It's, nothing, it's not at all the same as me. It's exactly the same as me. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is your turn to make a duck sound. Okay. I loved how rhythmic that one was. Thank you. Uh, the, do you no? You don't have it up in front of you. I will read the next nah. one. It is the word. I'll let you say the word if you want. Da 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 da. I, I think it's the word cunt. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love the fact that we're making such a big deal out of this. You know, it's yeah, it, it shouldn't sh- be a big deal. On the one hand, it shouldn't be, and on the other hand, it should be, right? Yeah, it's a complex issue, like most issues are, especially yeah, if you're someone yeah. that thinks about them. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about cunt. Uh, I'm keen. It's a noun from the 14th century. One. Okay. 
This one, it says it is usually obscene. That is the context that is usually in, you know, that that's it depends on your context, right? I bet a man wrote that dictionary for starters. So let's just scrap that. <laughs> Very likely. Yep. Um, so this one is the female genital organs and then also sexual intercourse with a woman. Whoa, I have not heard that. Sexual intercourse with a woman is called cunt. That's. Oh, I haven't heard that either. Have you? You didn't hear that? Okay, I just want no. to make sure that I'm not crazy. No, no, no. I, I didn't know you could say, oh, I had a bit of cunt. <laughs> you can. So you're me, we, we can both say that, can't we? Sure. Um, and then, uh, okay, number two is, oh, man, it, usually disparaging and obscene. So you can see, I mean, this is, this is a largely American book. There are British words and New Zealand words and Scottish words every once in a while. But... Very clearly, this is you know in that context of America, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to like make excuses. I, I'm noticing this as like, oh, are there not other? Anyway, we we should probably just finish this and let you talk because yeah. you are the expert. <laughs> Am I? Okay, great. I'm no pressure, but no. But I th- I think I think even hearing those, I mean, yes, sometimes in New Zealand, and I think we'll get into this more so, more. Um, the how obscene the word is has has slightly changed but still for a lot of people in New Zealand cunt is like the worst worst version of a swear word that you can use possibly so it still does have that a very negative connotations attached to it in in general society like it does in America I guess now it's also been turned into like a it can be a, a a term of endearment almost that you say oh it's such a good cunt you know so that's bringing so making a positive use of that word Rather than just seeing it as a, as a very um, a very naughty swear word, so it's now being yeah turned into ah such a good cunt, um, which I think is positive, and I think it's such a great word. Why would we not want to use it? And it's the one word that I think well, one of the words that I think do relate to genitalia that biologically, again, I'm just wanting to be careful because obviously people have it's not about their gender, but it's about their anyway. This is a complicated thing, but I'm just wanting to clarify. That it's we're talking about vulva, clitoris's vaginas, and that's cunt. The lady um, parts, as they say. Yeah, but then, Sorry, but they was... might not be. They could because there could be a man that has ex- exactly those parts as well. So yes, the, that was actually the worst possible thing I could have said. Yeah, it was. But that was good. It made my point, which is really great. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, and now I've done what you do, which is lost my train of thought. So that's great. So I don't know what I was going to say, but I'm sure it was great. I totally took you off track. You you were talking about it doesn't matter your gender if you have those parts. Uh, oh yeah, and I was gonna. The, that's the, right. I was gonna say sorry that the word "cunt" is one of the few words that are used to describe those um, those parts of the body um, that actually is really satisfying to say and sounds cool and sounds good. Again, like cunnilingus compared to blowjob. Like you know, you don't really want to be talk, going around saying, "Oh, you know, come on, look look at my vulva." I mean, it's just not. And I think there's been research done on this that mm-hmm. the words that sound good to us, and I'm sure you know this. They start with a hard consonant. They have a, a gooey kind of a vowel in the middle and they end with a strong consonant. So like shit, fuck, dick, cock, you know. And there's so all of the bits that describe male genitalia, they're very often those kinds of words. Whereas mm-hmm. all we've got as people that have got female genitalia is cunt. And it's been turned into this really bad, naughty, um, disgraceful word. But again, that's because of, because of bigger issues, I guess. But I feel like we should be able to say it and it should be great. And... and and people that have cunts should want to use that word because it sounds, it feels lovely to say. Just like all the other ones you said. Yeah. <laughs> Especially pref- shit and fuck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow, I said those so properly. Um, okay, I have so many thoughts in my brain and I need to um, see if I don't forget them all. So first okay. of all, we have to finish the, uh, the number two definition. It is the 1A definition for the word woman. So in this context... Usually disparaging and obscene, yes, 100% that is true. Calling a woman a cunt in that, other than the context that you're mentioning, is definitely, you know, that. Sorry, hard to yeah. find the words for that, but it is it does not make me happy, and it doesn't make you happy, I can imagine. No. So, I absolutely agree with what you said about the emphasis. It sounds much, it's a much better sounding word um, than, you know the act of 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 licking it kind of lingus uh is very yeah. different sounding um but what's interesting to me about that is because 
it is basically from it, it's the most scientific i think of some of the other words and one of, maybe some of them are you know when you're talking about the dick like cock and dick and you write those i don't think are yeah. particularly scientific words like penis but here yeah it basically means female pudenda so it's the you know that's the region we're talking about. It's not a slang or obscene word or something that means something else that, you know, has been evolved to mean this. I, somebody just turned it into a bad word. And I don't understand why in the first because place. Because it probably because generally speaking, it was female genitalia. So we don't certainly don't want to be talking about that ever. But that is interesting that it's the uh, most scientifically correct term. It goes back to the patriarchy. Yeah. You know, so yeah, exactly. Where did, why do we call it a cock? Oh, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, or a dick. Wait, where did dick come from? Dick and cock. Right. I, I don't, I think I've read these, at least the cock one. I think I read the etymology, but I don't remember it. Um, and then, yeah, dick, I obviously haven't gotten to that one. Wait, you're you're pushing us forward into the D's. Let me sorry, see if sorry. I can. No, 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 that's totally fine. But I think, yeah, the cock is strut. Uh, no, that's not etymology. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see real, real fast if there's something. I don't know. It's just a sound. I think you know the bird and other stuff like that. Being st- strong as a strutting co- around, I don't know. With, str- strutting around with your cock out. That's probably yep. That'll be it. Yeah. Yeah. But is it? It is interesting, isn't it? How again, like obviously these words are words, but it's it's society and how we've framed all of these things. Um, which have yeah. meant, which have decided how they're viewed by society, which is either negatively or positively. So it's like I read a funny thing on the internet the other day, which is, you know, why is it that we, you know, you say you've got to grow some balls and ball, having balls is all about being really tough and cool. And if you're a pussy, then you're really weak. And it's like you flick a guy in the nuts, he's on his knees, whereas oh, yes. a woman can give birth to a whole human being out of her pussy. So how does that even make sense? It doesn't and- make sense. Yeah. No. So, I mean, we've just got a lot of things wrong and it's about sort of, you know, undoing some of that that wrongness and trying to shift perceptions. And I say the best way to do that is to start using cunt in your everyday language in a really good positive way. Yeah, especially in front yeah. of your bosses. No, I do <laughs> I do absolutely agree with you. I think that that's one of the great things about, you know, I I I think it's all or most of the more English uh what, why am I blank? I'm feeling really dumb right now. The English uh, under the crown, is that would that be the term for the, your country's... The, the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. That's the word yep. I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, because there's obviously a, you know, there's a lot of similarities in, in those countries that have evolved over decades. Yeah, um, because we've all been colonized by England and all of our indigenous peoples are treated like shit. Yes, you know. The the oh boy, don't get me down that. I know. Sorry, I'm. So, I'm just. We're starting so many important, no, no, no. massive topics. It's, yeah, there's too much to talk about, Spencer. That's because they need to be talked about. And every single time I come up to one of these things, I will say whatever I feel like I can say within a little bit of level of knowledge. Um, like yeah. Aboriginal, I talked about how the yep. fact, you know, how how terrible that is. So you know. I, I encourage I encourage this discussion, even though it gets serious sometimes. Um, yeah. So yes, uh, the Commonwealth has I feel like it's much more appropriate in those uh, countries, and that I think is a really great thing. That I don't know if it was a conscious thing that somebody started to actually put it more in uh, common usage and to make it more of a positive thing because it should be, but it somehow happened over there earlier than it's happening over here. So yeah. Yeah. We so what? So what happens if you that. say "cunt" in America now? Is it just you don't do it? It's just really bad. I I would never do that. I people would look at me unless it's like in a stand-up routine. Uh, people would look at you, and it would not be good. And it depends no. on the context, like you said. Like it depends yeah. on who says it. And yeah, but I I wouldn't do that unless I was like with a couple of people who I felt very comfortable with. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. But to you, I would call you <laughs> no. a good cunt. Exactly. Yeah, I think as well. Like it, for for me, as a as a obviously as a woman that likes cunt, um, trying to use it use it in a really positive way. Hang, hang on, how am I gonna how am I gonna explain this without being very rude? I oh, see. It's a tricky line, isn't it? It's a, tr- it's, a it's a fine it's a fine line to to tread. Um, but also, you just gotta go for it sometimes. You just gotta go for it. You know, like I just think it's okay to be able to just say, look, fuck. If you're, 
No, I don't know if I can. I, because otherwise my partner might listen and then I might be in big trouble. Oh, yeah, we don't want that. No, but I just mean like you can use it in a positive way in a, in a sexual environment. And I think that can be really hot and attractive and appealing. And whether men could use that too, as long as they're, if they were in a straight relationship, whether they could start to incorporate that in their hot lovemaking, um, I think it's a word that should be used more in a really positive way. And so that mm-hmm. can be in a, in a sexual way, or it can be in a, oh, such a good cunt, honestly, really cool, um, rather than being this disgraceful, disgusting, dirty, dirty word, which I think, again, is it speaks more to the people thinking that than it speaks to the word itself. 100%, yeah. That's that's literally, I think, what, what you said is li- probably literally true people just thought it was this gross disgusting thing and i think religion i don't want to go into that thing but i think that plays a big part in it um so yeah is there like maybe should we is there, is there like a hashtag that we can put out there for this yeah, no just cunt. Cunt. using it in normal <laughs> language what hashtag yeah. cunt hashtag cunt yeah i think unless you have anything else to say about cunt did we did we cover it all i think so i mean it's like it's like you said it's a it's a contentious thing and obviously people have got different opinions but I just think it's a very good, in terms of just the word itself, it's an amazing word to say, and it should be able to be used in a positive way for people that want to use that word to describe other parts of their own body or parts of other people's bodies. So let's embrace it. It's like, you know, don't don't bring your own stigma and ruin someone else's experience of using the word cunt. And with that, we will read our very last word, which are, there are a number of definitions, but we will get through it. Uh, right. I think it's my turn to quack. Quack, 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 quack. And the word is cup, the first form, noun from before the 12th century. Number one, an open, usually bowl-shaped drinking vessel. Shaped like a bowl and you drink out of it. I feel like I know what a cup is. Yes, it's good. Cup. Yes. If you didn't know what a cup was, I'd be maybe a little bit worried. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) A drinking vessel and its contents. So the, the glass thing, the thing, and then the stuff inside of it is all also called a cup. To be the consecrated wine of the communion. Mm-hmm. Number three, something that falls to one's lot. Something that falls to what is like if it comes what? into your life, is that your cup? Is that what it means? I don't know. I don't either. Number four, ornamental cup offered as a prize. And this is talking about a championship. So, Oh, yeah, sports. I, sports. Yeah. I've won cups before in the past. What uh, what cups have you won? Uh, what's it called now? I can't remember it. My, when I was playing football, there was the the chat, no, the um something cup, the the Kelly Cup. It was the Kelly Cup. We mostly got kicked out, actually. I don't think we ever won it, but we were in the competition. <laughs> hey, that's better than most people, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lots of you guys went in the Kelly Cup. I was in the Kelly Cup. Yeah, I was never in no cups myself. Uh, what about the so day? That was. Go ahead. I was just going to say, well, there's lots of cups around the world, aren't there? The Davis Cup, you Americans love that, the Davis Cup. Do we? I don't know. Yeah, okay, you're not a sports guy, are you? (laughs) No. The the America's Cup? What about the America's Cup, which we've won all the time, which is hilarious because it's called the America's Cup, but we always win it. And is that football slash soccer? No, that's yachting slash rich people, rich white (laughs) people sailing their stupid big boats and spending billions of dollars. I definitely don't know anything about those. Yeah, well, I don't want to. We, I don't want us to win that, but we do and spend heaps of money on Aww. it. So it's, yeah. N- anyway. Uh, yeah, there are definitely lots of cups. I think you know, isn't it with racing? Don't you get a cup in racing? And then there's the Stanley Cup in hockey. And, oh, yeah, the Stanley uh, Cup in ho- ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, things just keeps on getting bigger and but bigger. But what about the is the Super Bowl a cup or is it a bowl? They've gone, they've they've Americanized it and made it bigger than a cup. They've turned it into a whole bloody bowl. Is that what they've done? <laughs> right. No, no, a cup's not big enough. We got to make it a bowl. So, right. A, a, a cup is bowl shaped. Well, why not just do a bowl? Yeah. It's yeah. bigger and better. No, actually, I think that they have a like a bejeweled football. Uh, I don't even know if it is shaped like a bowl. Well, we've got to get to the bottom of this at some other stage. Yeah, that uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but yeah, lots of sports have cups is what we have uh, come to the c- conclusion of, right? Absolutely, yep. Uh, number five, something resembling a cup as uh, 5A, a cup-shaped plant organ. I know sometimes the leaves look like cups. Maybe other ones do. As opposed to, what were the other leaves? The triangle leaves? The Oh, uh, Cuniate. Yep. See, there you go. I'm just yep, always yep, trying to yep. bring it back. To, yep. We've, I've been learning. I've learned a lot today. 
there we go. Cup. There's cup shaped, and there's the cuneate leaves. Yeah, I have learned a lot too, actually. Good. Five uh, B, an athletic supporter reinforced usually with plastic to provide extra protection to the wearer. Oh yeah, like like a jock strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't believe I have ever worn one of these as we have already shown. I am not a sports person, so I didn't, I didn't play enough sports to need it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, cups, um, yep. Nope. That's it. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, cups. Never. I don't think I'll ever wear a cup cause I don't think I'm going to play any more sports, but why don't you okay, just try so, it on for fun and you might enjoy it. Mm, that is a good point. I have to, I can't, I can't deny that that is good logic, uh, because I have not tried it. So if I find myself at a sports goods store... Yeah, but you don't want to buy one because that seems a bit wasteful and excessive. Right, because if I don't like it, I'm going to toss it. Yeah, and you don't want to borrow one because that's a bit... Is that, is that, would you find that weird, borrowing someone else's cup? I would, I would very much find that weird. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I know lots of people who probably would, but I wouldn't. Nah, it's a very private enough. thing. You want to keep it. That's, that's your thing. Keep your cup to yourself and your yeah. penis in your cup. Hashtag keep your cup to yourself. 5C, either of two parts of a brassiere that are shaped like and fit over the breasts. Oh, yeah, I know those kinds of cups. You've heard of that? Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, I think it's good that, that um, you know, everybody can have a chance to wear a cup. Yes, they're not just for, not just for dicks. They're also for, for tits, which I think is great. And, um, yeah. Also, just can I, just, can I do one more really quick plug right now while I'm talking to you? Yes. There's an amazing film coming out. It's called New Tuesday. Yes. I don't know if you've heard about it. And in that film, there are no cups used whatsoever. In fact, there is complete and utter nudity. And for some incredibly ridiculous reason, I'm in that movie. So I, make of that what you will. <laughs> yeah. I will make of it what I will because I will absolutely be watching that movie whenever I can get it in America because it might not be right away. Um, I think but it's, I just to, learned... it's coming to Tribeca. To where? Tribeca, the Tribeca Festival. Oh, 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 oh. Festival? Yeah, but that's just a film festival. It's not. That's not like open oh, yeah. to the masses. Or, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll open up. It'll open soon enough. Only special people can go see that there. But yeah, eventually I will see it. I just learned about it within the last few days, and I was like, yes. I watched the trailer, which I don't usually watch trailers, and I was absolutely, yeah. I'm ready to watch that movie. Okay, good. Sorry, again, I'm sidetracked with talking about myself. I do apologize. No, no, that was perfect. Um, it was in relation and, uh, to bra cups. Bra cups. Wear them or don't wear them. Whatever tickles your fancy. Right. It's, yeah. don't, don't follow society. Just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, 5D, the metal case inside a hole in golf, and then also just the hole itself Ooh. is called the cup. That's true. That, that is true. The Number six. Cup, that's, yep. I was going to say what, the riders' cup. The riders' cup is a golf, is a sporting cup that would utilize a golfing cup. I'm just trying to bring all the cups together. You see, and if you're, well, that's the only mean. And you might, as a man, you might be wearing a cup, so you, they can have three cups in one go. You sure can. Yep. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Carry more? on. And then if you're wearing a bra, you got more. <laughs> if you haven't do some, uh, some of the likes to wear a bra, then yeah, that's right. Uh, number six, a usually iced beverage resembling punch, but served. From a pitcher rather than a bowl. They call that cup? Huh. Well, I never knew that, but okay. Uh, yeah, that's new to me too. Um, I mean, I, you know, have a cup, but like I, yeah, that's, that's weird. Number seven, a half pint or eight fluid ounces. When I need to learn how, how to convert my, uh, my measuring cups and spoons, I go straight to the dictionary and I look up the word. That's the most efficient way to do it. And then I read through eight definitions. Oh, yeah, because a cup is 250 mils. So is that what eight fluid ounces is? It's very close. It's not exact, but it's very close. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, okay, number eight. A food served in a cup-shaped, usually footed vessel, as in a fruit cup. Very oh, nice yeah. breakfast. Number nine. The symbol, which looks like a U... And then, then indicating the union of two sets. So this this symbol that indicates the union of two sets, and then compare that compare that to the number seven definition for the word cap. That's uh, probably used in math and science. Yeah, probably. 
Uh, yeah, the etymology just says it's from the Latin cupa, which means tub, and there's more at the word hive. So those were all the words. What an amazing bunch of words, some, some great words. And they stimulated a whole lot of great conversation, too. Well, I hope so. Um, so I will now quickly read the words, and then you get to pick a word of the episode. We had okay. cumulus, conctation, <laughs> cuneate, cuneiform, cuneiform, cunner, cunnilingus, cunning, cunning, cunt, and cup. Well, there's going to be one winner, and the, the cup today is going to go to cunt. <laughs> Very nicely done. Thank you. Pulling it all together. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, oh, and um, I know that you're a musical. Oh, I forgot to ask you before. What do you What do you do in the band? Um, fun and funner. I, I write. Sing the, I write the songs and I sing and I play the guitar. Okay, perfect. Can you sing a little song about cunt, or would you like to write a song later about cunt? I can certainly. I can send you through a little track about cunt. Cunt. Runt. No runt. I need some better words that rhyme with cunt. Some good ones. I'm um, no. Leave it well, with me, and I will. I can, I'll do it today. I promise you. <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Uh, and so then instead of her singing something live uh, for the song, for the word of the episode, um, I'll just put oh, it in the Oh, did you want me to here. sing it live? You can. That's usually what I do, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Okay, well, I, should I get my guitar? No, no, if you want, you can just say like a three words or one word, or that's literally all I'll do sometimes. Okay, well, then it's, this is how the song goes. Something that you want every day is a cunt in every way. Go on down, not with a frown. Have a cunt in your day. Yay! <laughs> Yay! I'm applauding with the one hand. Here, I can clap that way. <laughs> hey, well, with that's one cool. Hand. But yes, that song was pretty fucking amazing. And thank you for that. And then if you want to turn it into a whole bigger song with instruments and stuff, I, I'll put oh, it in a clip. I will. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll so, totally do that for sure. Um, can it be a kid's song too? Uh, maybe not. Maybe that'll be on our um, adults-only album. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you working yeah. on that album? We were. No, we've had lots of ideas because Tom and I tend to go to the studio and um, have a few beers, and then we start singing, make up ridiculous songs, and a lot of them are very adult-themed slash completely inappropriate. Yeah. But from all of our ramblings and and made-up bullshit, there's like little nuggets of things you're like that could work for a ch- for a for a children's song. So you pull that out. And then the rest of it you just leave leave to laugh at when you listen back to it. Yeah, that'll be the adult song later, or the adult yeah. album. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a really good way to work, and uh, I I want to I want to come do that with you. That's like literally all I want to do with my life is just do stuff like that. That sounds. Well, awesome. then come on over. See see when you get here, Spencer. We'll be here. Yeah, we'll we'll go make some stupid music together, but also very educational. Yeah, well, I've got a studio. We can me and Tom have got a studio. You can come and we can do some recording. He's very good at recording. Oh, and, and we're using his uh, extra shout interface. out to Tom because we're using his, yeah, his interface unit. That's a piece of technology for those who don't know. And it's the only reason I can talk through this great microphone and feel like I'm like a, a movie star or a rock star or a person on a podcast with a microphone. All three of those are true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that we have done all the things. Just lastly, do you want to, well, okay, I guess we didn't do all the things. Do you want to do any plugs? Do you want to talk about what's going on? You already I, mentioned a few I things, feel but like I know I've, you've I've got more. I've plugged so many things. I, I feel like, no, I'm, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to talk about myself anymore. That's terrible. It's so not New Zealand. So um, yeah. just thank you very much for listening. I hope someone enjoyed it. And if you didn't, then tough shit. That's how I feel too. Uh, and then I'm just going to close it up by saying thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.